Hey y'all, welcome to and what? How are y'all doing? It is a beautiful day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. I, I don't that that was for somebody today. I don't I don't really know. Maybe you're listening to this on a bright Monday morning. Maybe you're listening to this on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I don't know. I don't know when people be listening to these podcasts. But just know that this is the day that the Lord has made. And you have to rejoice and be glad in it. And, you know, rejoicing and be glad, being glad in the day is sometimes difficult when the day is difficult. Because I know for me, it's harder to remain glad and to continue to rejoice in a hectic chaotic terrible day and I think for me to remember that regardless of what the day looks like God made it I think gives me some type of I guess peace in knowing that you know everything is everything that happens and everything that takes place is is predestined and ordained by God that regardless of what my day what I'm facing in my day what my day looks like I can hold you know to the truth that God is still in in control and it's it's one thing to say it it's another thing to believe it especially when you're currently in it and I think the I love suffering like, let me not try to sound like a sadist or whatever, but I love, like, when I go through things. Um, because it really shows me how much of God is in me. And it really shows me um, that he really is is strong when I'm weak. But I will be honest, that mess, it hurts. Like, suffering, suffering hurts. Like, the crushing, the pressing, the bending it it definitely is not a pleasant thing and it's it's like a mental training to almost force your mind to see God in everything and to remind yourself that God is still God even when he doesn't seem to be in whatever the situation is that you're going through and like I mean we all suffer like I'm not gonna you know try to say that oh I don't suffer like life is life is easy like no that's not at all the case and there's no way as a Christian that I can say that I won't suffer I feel like that's that's like the biggest contradiction because Jesus suffered so I mean if I'm a follower of Christ then obviously the same enemy who tried to defeat Jesus is definitely going to try to come and attack me and you know it's so easy for us to always blame everything on the enemy and that makes sense I think because for I know for me it just logically literally makes sense that if I'm going through something bad or if I'm suffering um or if I'm going through you know a time in my life where I don't know what to do or I don't know where to go or um, I feel like I've lost a sense of direction I feel like it's easy to 
to pin that on the devil because there's no way that negativity or closed doors or suffering can come of God. And it's just like you have this good, good father and there's no evil in him. So why, why are we suffering? But I don't know, like I sometimes like imagine what the world would be like if we didn't suffer and I don't know I feel like there are things that you learn about yourself and there are things that you learn about God when when you when you are in the valley and you are in the storm I feel like those are things that you can't learn about yourself and God on the mountaintop and I don't know like I definitely am going to be one who says that I fight these these storms and I fight these really what they are are opportunities for development and growth in God and in self but no one wants to suffer like no one wants to be in pain no one wants to sit there and have to struggle with the things that they struggle with or go through the storms that they go through like no one no one wants that but everyone wants the glory and what's that let me try not to mess it up Holy Ghost let me try not to, but the Bible somewhere says that your current suffering does not compare to the glory that will be revealed after this. And that's so true. Like, I mean, when the Bible says that we go from glory to glory and faith to faith, that happens through the crushing, that happens through the trials, that happens through the storm and I don't know, for me, like, especially, I think it's easier for me to recognize God in storms when it's other people's storms and other people's difficulties as opposed to my own. Like, subconsciously, like, I know this is God, but I don't know, like, when other people go through opposition, it's easier to be like, oh, this is definitely God working so that he gets the glory out of this, and it's easier to encourage people in their storm and in their valley than to encourage yourself. And I just listen. We've been through some valleys. We've been through some storms. And I don't know. Like, why is it so difficult for us to to really see? Not even, I guess, to see the bigger picture. To see like how God can turn this and how God can use this for our good. Like. Why is it that we really do have hindsight and not foresight? Like I feel like life, for me particularly, would be a lot easier if I understood why it was happening. Like, currently in my life, y'all, I feel like I'm, I've come to a standstill. Like, I'm literally at a stagnant place um in God and I really like I feel like I'm trying to do things matter of fact I can't even say I'm trying because I'm really not if I'm being honest but I feel like I have the desire (laughs) to, to want to try to do things you know to to grow and to develop in God but I just feel like I'm literally at a like a standstill like I've reached 
what is it called? Like the ceiling? I think that's what it's called. And I know that there's more for me. And I know that there's more required of me, but it's just like, I don't know if I've gotten comfortable in my inconsistencies in God or like, I really don't know what it is, but I really will say that this is a season and this is a a valley and you got to really be careful because not all storms and valleys will hurt but they're still not good for you. Like, I'm not, I don't feel like I'm not hurting. I'm not in pain. I'm not, you know, going through the things that I've gone through. But I also can feel how I'm not developing and how I'm not growing. And although it's not causing me harm physically or mentally or or emotionally, spiritually, it's, it's detrimental and you know a lot of times not all of our storms will be things that hurt us and I think we only recognize the things that hurt us and we don't pay attention to the things that don't make us feel physical or mental or emotional pain and I think really that's what it is like I and I like literally in this moment I've recognized how this is a a valley or a storm that I'm in and it's just like I feel I can't get out of it and it's like the more days that pass the more stuck I feel and and it's not that I'm doubting God or I don't believe in God or I don't love God or I don't you know have the desire to serve God or I don't believe that he's in me I still have my faith in all of those things but I also really feel like I'm at a point where I'm as stuck like it's like and it's I can't even say that oh okay well I'm not trying I didn't make an effort like I definitely have made efforts in you know trying to get back into being devoted to God but it's just like even in doing that, I feel like it's it's not coming from a place of willingness and longingness, but rather coming from a place of obligation. And I don't want to, like, I I don't want any relationship, like any human relationship, to be one of obligation. And I definitely don't want that from God. But I really do feel like I'm at a place where everything that I'm doing, as it pertains to God, is an obligation like I'm obligated to go to church I'm obligated to to tithe I'm obligated to do what he tells me to do I'm obligated to serve and it's becoming more so of a requirement to the point where my relationship isn't a relationship it's it's like a transaction God, if I do this, you'll do this. If I do this, you'll do this. If you do this, I'll do this. And that's not what I want my relationship with God to be. And I feel like my spirit is suffering. Like, And I really, I guess, never took the time to kind of dissect and try to understand what this was. Because this has been for a while. Like, I've been telling you guys how, oh, I need to go back and get back in my word. And I need to do this. And I need to do this. And 
I think it was me just trying to do works to feel this sense of, I don't know, like if I were to do these things and that would mean that I was close to God. Like if I read my Bible, if I meditate, if I go to church and if I listen to sermons every week and if I'm only listening to gospel music, then that means that I'm close to God. And I think, I guess... I've realized that that's not what that means and that's not enough and not that it's not enough but that's not really what God wants from my relationship with him so now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm having to re readjust my thinking on what a relationship with God means for me personally because I really do believe that going to church and reading my bible and doing all of these things is what defined my relationship with God and there's nothing that we can do and I've said this like there's nothing that you can do there's nothing that you can say to to make God love you he just loves you on his own and I don't think I actually ever really believed that for myself I never believed that I don't like working isn't going to get his attention working isn't going to make me get his affection and I don't know I feel like maybe I'm in God's put me in this season to realize that he's requiring more um not even requiring more because it's not about works but he's making me come to the realization giving me a revelation that the relationship is more than I thought it it was and I think in turn I'm understanding and even in talking right now that his love is was more than what I thought it was because for me it's like sometimes not all the time but sometimes I'm just like I think I'm just like how can God really truly love this mess of a person that I am unconditionally unconditionally and so effortlessly like it my human mind literally cannot understand the how and the why like why do you love me the way you do Jesus why you love me the way you do like I'm not faithful I'm not loyal I'm not consistent I am literally the exact opposite of everything that you are and yet you woke me up today and I just feel like every day we wake up is another opportunity, not even for us to serve God, but for him to show us that he loves us. And I think I've taken those those days for granted. Like these last few months have been, here's the hindsight, have really been difficult. And I think the reason why is because spiritually I'm, I don't want to say spiritually dead per se, but I am, thank you, Holy Ghost. I am spiritually malnourished. And I feel like the reason why I haven't been able to stay consistent in my devotion to God is because I've had the wrong idea. Like, I just feel like literally in this moment, God has completely pulled the rug from under me like I need to relearn 
who God is and I need to relearn who I am in him and I need to relearn what a relationship with God is what he intended the relationship to be because I feel like I hate talking bad about the church I do and I don't want to blame all of my issues on the church but the church has a lot of issues and we're seeing that even today with what's going on the church really I'm gonna leave it alone Jesus but I will say growing up in the church like I feel like I've always been taught of what you're supposed to do as a Christian and and I never realized how much of the burden and the weight that puts on me and it's just like why are we helping God carry the burden that we were never that he never intended for us to carry that he never intended for us to hold and it's just like I can't, I don't, for me, I'm just going to speak for myself. And this is not a job to the churches that I grew up in or to, you know, the leaders that I, who have taught me in my faith, because I really do feel like a lot of, um, a lot of my faith has been instilled in me with, you know, the pillars of my life. And I'm not like trying to go against any of those teachings, but I will say like, I don't really all the way believe that in my growing up in the church that I was really truly taught about God the Father like yes we were taught about you know God and Jesus and how Jesus is Lord he died on the cross he's the savior of the world and if you believe in him he'll save you and you'll go to heaven I like all of that I agree with but I don't really think I was ever it was ever instilled in me that the the love of God, not really, like, yeah, okay, God loved us so much that he died on the cross, but that was it, like, it wasn't, it didn't go beyond that, it just went, this is what he did for you, and this is why you're supposed to love him, though that is true, that's not all of what his love is, like, his love is more than just, and I'm not saying that the sacrifice wasn't enough, but if I don't think that our Christian life stops and ends at salvation I think that there's there's more than just that like if that's the case if we're just supposed to believe in Jesus and get saved then I mean the Bible says that greater works will we do and I believe that like I I really think we've gotten I have gotten comfortable with accepting that if I'm saved then that's enough. If I'm if I believe in Jesus, I'm saved, I've accepted him as my Lord and Savior, I know I'm going to heaven, then that's all that I need. And I don't need anything else. And that I feel like is the bare minimum. I feel like that's that's there's supposed to be more in and he's not just a savior he's the lover of our soul he's our friend he's our confidant he's our healer our prince of peace he's our counselor he's he's more than just the savior and i feel like if the church continues to depict jesus as just a savior and not as a compassionate loving caring 
father it's just like you end up leaving them with with I guess how do I you end up leaving people with with no sense of what a relationship is supposed to be like like imagine if you only knew one aspect of a person and you didn't know their entire essence you would never really fully understand them you would never fully know them and in turn you would never really be able to fully love them for who they are because you don't know who they are and I feel like that's where I am and you know a lot of that I feel like I'm at a point now is my responsibility like I can't continue to say oh the church you know didn't teach me okay well (laughs) you're grown now (laughs) and um it's your responsibility now to it's my responsibility now to to feed myself spiritually and to do what I have to do to get to know God the way that he wants me to know him and I think it's not just doing it. I think it's having that desire for it. It's having that devotion to be committed to him. And I feel like that is what I'm currently currently missing. Like I have no, I'm just going to say it. I really don't, don't believe I have a desire to, to, to really dive into, into God right now. And I think that's been going on for a while and it's like I know what I have to do but then again I feel like it's me putting all of the work on myself and I know like faith without work is dead so I know that there is a part that we have to play but I think I've gotten to a point where I'm literally putting the weight of my salvation on myself and I didn't die on no cross to do that. Like, I can't save myself. And I'm already saved. Like, I know that. I believe Jesus is Lord. Jesus is King. Um, I do. It's just, what do you do after that? You know, like, where do you go after that when you've gone through so many different things? And yes, you still have your faith, but it's wavered just a little and not that you don't have faith in the creator and God but you don't have faith in I guess your part in the relationship I don't know maybe I've gotten to the point where I've condemned myself so much like I'm just like man I'm not even good enough for God to even love me I really do think that that's that's where I've gone like I've gotten to the point where so much so that I don't understand how and why he could love me that I'm I've I guess subconsciously convince myself that I'm not good enough for God. <laughs> but it's like I'm laughing because it's like I can never be good enough for God. Like <laughs> but it's just like I don't know. Like I I don't know where along the lines I convinced myself that I had to be. And I think having to undo all of these really mental lies that I have to work for God's love and affection, that I have to be doing these things to show people that 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 I'm a Christian. That's not even what it's all about because, you know, when when you're in Christ and you truly um, 
commune with him and you have developed a relationship with him you shouldn't really focus on what people will say and what people will think because at the end of the day like when you're in God's presence like that that gets on you like there's no way you can be in God's presence and seeking God's face and and communing with God for people not to see the residue of that experience with that you've had with him and I think I've also put so much of an emphasis of showing um, others what my relationship with God is like and I really don't know why that is like I don't know why why I think it's so important for people to know like and it's not even that I go into things like okay if I do this if I'm on the praise team and I'm I'm doing all of these things I'm praying for people and people will know I'm a Christian but it's just like why does it why have we gotten to the point where we've made it important for other people to know what our relationship with God is like why have I gotten to that point where it's where it's more significant for others to know that I know God than it is for God to know me and I think in doing things to show people can really get us to a point where we lose focus of what it is and I think I really need to get back to making my relationship with Christ my relationship with Christ and stop allowing you know the perceptions and ideas and the voices of other people interfere with the personal relationship that I have with God and that's crazy because when it's like a human relationship like if like you're in a relationship with someone and you know your friends are telling you oh they're not good for you and not that people are telling you that God isn't good for, but they're putting in their two cents and giving you their perspective on your relationship that will skew how you see that person that will definitely influence how you view that relationship and and then the relationship is no longer your own it's yours with all of these other people's thoughts and ideas and opinions and I need to get to a place where I disconnect from everything and everyone and get to know God for myself and fall in love with God for myself and learn a sense of appreciation for what he is and what he means to me and I never realized that until today I never realized that until now that I've allowed the influences of others to impact how I view God and how I view my relationship with him. It's just like we're taught all of these things that are good things, but I think we also need to be taught, you know, we also in, in the church need to teach people that you need to have your own relationship with God like because at the end of the day you wake up with him and you go to sleep with him and you know when he finally calls you home it's just you and him it's not you and him and your mama and your pappy and your daddy and your granny it's you and God like you have to answer to him and I I don't want him to ever tell me that he didn't know me and to have lived this life thinking that I was doing it you know for God only for him to say you were doing all of these things in my name yet I don't know you 
and if I think about that for long enough like it literally gives me like a weird sense of anxiety <laughs> like I just like uh, how do I know that I'm you know but I think that's where faith comes in faith is believing in and what we can't see and and hoping for it uh, like I, I love God I do but I think for me what I'm learning in this season is the why why do I love God and what he truly does mean to me and it's not just what he's done but really the essence of who he is I think that's the season that I'm currently in and I think that's the reason why it's been difficult for me because I've been you know I guess my spirit has recognized that I I've been approaching my relationship with God the wrong way and in praying God reveal yourself to me he's trying to do that but I'm trying to go about the relationship how I've always gone about the relationship doing these things and and um and that's that's I guess that's no longer what our relationship dynamic needs to be like and I don't I don't know where to go from here um this has been a new revelation for me uh really in this this exact moment <laughs> I don't know where to go from here I really don't know what to do I don't even really know what to say but I will trust that though I'm in this current valley and season I will trust that Every day is a day created by my creator and to trust solely in what he is doing. And although I don't understand why he is doing it, but to trust that in it he has a purpose and in it he has a plan and in it there's something that he wants to develop in me that I need to know for my next season. So I just encourage you to continue to trust in the Lord and lean not on your own understanding and in all of your ways, acknowledge him. And I think that's what I need to start doing is acknowledging his hand and his heart too in the situations and the, the storms that I'm in. God, I thank you for this ultimate revelation. I want to thank you that you, through these moments, God, are showing me why you're wanting me to do these and for revealing yourself to me again and for showing me, God, that it's it's more than just being saved that it's it's more than just the sacrifice on the cross but it's the after that what you want us to do lord god how you want us to live and be with the salvation that you have so graciously given us and god i pray for those who are in a moment or in a season of doubt and confusion and they don't know what step to take or where to turn or where to go to. I pray, Lord God, that you send somebody on their path or that you speak to them, Heavenly Father, clear and concisely, that they know that they have to fixate and trust you 
and everything that they say and everything that they do that you will never leave them that you will never forsake them that you are lord god more than enough you are more than enough for us and even where we fall short lord god your grace is sufficient enough and for that god we love you for that we honor you and i pray heavenly father that you keep us lord god wrapped in your arms and in your love and i pray heavenly father that whatever it is that you want to develop whatever it is that you want us to to learn and to see in the seasons that you have us in i pray lord god that you cover us in your peace and in your joy and in heavenly father understanding that even though we don't know why we're going through what we're going through we know that you hold lord god our lives in your hand that you are alpha and omega lord god and that nothing catches you by surprise we love you we honor you in jesus name we pray amen